Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Hey everyone, Victor here. Welcome back to another episode of the Victor Marks Show. Today, you're going to hear from a pastor, but he's not a weird pastor. He's actually a good one. <laughs> There's no scandal surrounding uh, this man. <laughs> and uh, the way we met was kind of wild and what happened as a result, but I'm talking about Joshua Pickett. Now, Pastor Josh has been in ministry for 18 years, so he's not a newbie. He's the lead pastor of a church called Abundant Life Christian Center in Marion, Virginia. And now listen to this. This is part of the mission of Abundant Life Church. I love this. We seek to cross generational, cultural, economic, and social barriers to bring restoration to all people in the area of their life through the example of Jesus Christ. That is a pretty good mission statement right there. Now, if you've listened to my show long enough, you'll know I'm all about breaking through barriers and wrangling in heathens from all walks of life. So you can imagine how intrigued I am already by Josh. And and again, how we met is pretty darn cool. So with no further delay, please welcome Pastor Joshua Pickett. Hey, hello, what's up? Brother, welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking time to come hang out with me for a little bit. No, thank you so much for having me. This is a huge honor. I, I just told my associate pastor who was helping me get set up for this that I feel like I'm preaching my first sermon again. I'm nervous. Like I'm talking to Victor Marks. <laughs> I don't We're hanging out, man. This is what I love. This is a bucket list. Come on, man. Uh Josh, why don't you tell our listeners mm-hmm. uh actually kind of a background of how you how we met or how you heard of me and what transpired as a result. Because I kind of, I think I poked you a little bit through a message. Yes. So uh, I've known about you and your ministry now for a few years. Uh, of course, I think it was the early part of 2020 when COVID first happened. I was at uh, the Ignite Men's Conference in Lynchburg and um, took some guys from my church there and I heard you speak. And you just spoke with a, I don't know, man, it hit me so, so deep. Uh, you know, as a pastor and minister, one of the things that it's easy to do is you can take care of everybody else and forget about yourself. And so over the course of, oh yeah, you know, I started in ministry when I was 19 years old and, uh, it's all I've ever known. It's all I've ever done. And I'm a pastor's kid and, um, used to be in decent shape. Now, listen, I'm nothing like you guys. I used to box a little bit back in the day. And what I mean by that is there I, was you just, go. I, was, hey. I was just the guy everybody beat up on. So it wasn't like I, you know, uh, had it. But I, and I, you're I, tough in our book. <laughs> okay, well, I appreciate that. And so I was in decent shape. Um, met my wife. We got married and started this path of ministry together. And somewhere over the course of uh the 19 18 19 years i'd gained 160 pounds and uh what yeah yeah man that's a lot of good cooking right there man a lot of good cooking that's a lot of yeah i don't know what that is it was i got on the scales one morning and it said to be continued you know what i mean so it was like oh no (laughs) 
And so <laughs> take a number. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I'm pastoring this church and, you know, I preach about sin and preach about redemption and hope and help. And here I am and I preaching on holiness and righteousness and I've gained 160 pounds. And so I end up at this men's conference. I'm listening to you speak and I've got two little boys. I've got a 12 year old and I've got a two year old. We just adopted from foster care. And, uh, um, to be honest with you, listening to you speak, I just had this thought, if I don't do something, I'm not going to be around for my boys. Mm. I got so convicted by the message that you shared. I just, um, I repented to the Lord. I asked him to forgive me. And so I just started this journey of, uh, making myself better. And, uh, so here we are today. I've dropped 85 pounds. I still have a ways to go. And, uh, just having fun, seeing what happens. I love it. So, so you hear me speak at a men's conference, you're in the audience, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I throw out this thing of some of you just need to get in shape. Some of yeah. you just, uh, right. Stop making excuses. Yeah. Uh, and it, has it been hard for you to lose that weight, man? Yeah, it's, it's insane. As a matter of fact, I started a new program this week. I, I got that Tim Kennedy app. And I was like, I'm going to try Tim Kennedy's workout. Oh, yeah. And uh, okay, that's just demonic. <laughs> it's awful. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's unreal. And so I, you know, I've, I have yet, I completed one workout. I've, I've had three days of working out, but I've only completed one of them because of the puke factor and everything else. But um, it's fun. Oh, yeah. It is. It has been a journey. You know, the thing for me, I had to really, this journey was more than just losing weight. I think I had to man up yes. and just look myself in the mirror and, and, and get deep with myself because, you know, my whole life wow. uh, I had, you know, insecurities and I don't, I don't have a story. I wasn't abused. Yep. I had great parents. My dad's a strong man. Uh, the strongest man I know, he was a coal miner and a pastor. And uh, I just uh, oh. grew up, you know, Whoa. he was a football coach and he hard worker, the oh, hardest working man I know. And he was my football coach. And uh, I just I, when I look back over my life, it was excuse after excuse after excuse. Um, and then you end up living a lie. And uh Somebody said to me one time, and it was just so profound. They said, you know, God wants to use you, but he doesn't want to use you unless he can use the real you. You've got to man up and deal with what's going on. And here's the truth. I I had been in youth ministry for years. I was traveling, preaching all over the country. I pastor a small church. It's not a large church, 100 100 people or so. And I'm pastoring this church and loving these people. But there was something inside of me that I had to deal with that God had to bring to the surface. And so through through your message and through this journey, it's not just about losing weight. It's about really discovering myself. I'm 38 years old, and for the first time in 38 years, I feel like I'm, I'm getting a pretty good handle on it. Just to be a little transparent. It's not that I would lie yes. or cheat or do anything. I just, it's just a facade. It's just, you know, I was being half of what I could be because I wouldn't deal with issues, you know. Josh, what you're talking about right now, you're the guy that should be speaking at Ignite. I mean, uh, this this heart, gut level truth, because a lot of times you don't get it at men's conferences. A lot of times it's, well, it's what I refer to as men trying to be, you know, trying 
instead of just being. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like, just be who you are. Yeah. Work on what you can, and then you'll be so much more comfortable in your skin. Where, uh, so like a couple of months ago, I'm in Iraq, right? We take a four man team, uh, two members of our team are former Delta operators. I mean, BAs to the max. And I never forget, we went to a FOB where there were active duty operators, uh, special missions unit. Well, we do some training where good things happen. And I get to actually pray for this one particular fella who looked like a Viking. I literally yeah. <laughs> told my, my CEO, I was like, hey, this dude looks like a Viking. Yeah. He looked at me, he goes, straight up Viking. <laughs> he goes, he dyes his hair because he's blonde hair, blonde beard, and blue eyes. Josh, this guy had a V. I mean, not too many men I walk in a room in that I'm kind of in their shadow because of my <laughs> size or whatever. And I, I, I felt like an eighth grade boy. That's awesome. Uh, you, you know, in the shadow of this man, I was like, holy sp-. And he, we're talking about everyday carry, da da da. And I said, man, this, this, I got a lot of respect for this brother. Mm. And then he ends up pulling out after I prayed for him because he got free from some stuff. Because I was like, do you think? Uh, you know, would you like us to pray for you, see if you have any demonic assignments against you? He's like, yeah, I know I do. Uh, are you kidding me? I'm, I've, uh, I work in dark shadows, man. Get Pray. And, wow. he, and after we prayed, he goes, he got free, Josh. He was like, man, I want you to have this. And he pulls out his everyday carry blade. And I said, what? And he goes, this is yours now. It's a one-of-a-kind custom. And he goes, trust me. It's been used a lot. Wow. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm about, I said, okay, awesome. I'm going to wash it before I. <laughs> right? That's awful. Uh, Lord forgive me. I, I was like, awesome. well, I... <laughs> no, no, we're talking David style, man. We're talking David's mighty men uh, to stop the manifestation of evil. But right. so I'm going to contrast that guy the Viking Delta operator versus one of the guys on my team, we call the gray man. And I'm telling you this, when I say gray man, that that's a man that will fit into any room and you wouldn't, you couldn't tell you would lose money thinking he was a Delta operator who's killed slews of monsters. And he's just sitting there, Christian guy. So was the Viking, both men, really mighty men of God, fully committed. The great guys, family man that I would have thought he was a junior high substitute teacher. You know, <laughs> he was just like, hi, Victor. And I was like, seriously? Cause I mean, I've been around, you know, we've been around, we, we, we've done a lot of stuff. And I was just like, this is awesome. And he was as comfortable as he could be in his own skin. Nothing to prove. He was just being, he was happy with who he is and the way God's made him, but he's maximized his physical, mental, and spiritual deal, right? Because that's what we're called to do, uh, to be free so we can. And I love that quote you gave earlier, Josh, of be the real you. That's who God wants to use. So there's a lot of people listening and watching right now, and they're they're leaning forward. They're like, oh, my gosh. We've never heard this type of talk. This is really good. I mean, this is really good stuff. So how would you encourage someone, a man, and you went to the core issue? It's not just about the weight 
it's deeper than that, right? It's it's what insecurities drive us. Well, I tell people all the time here, you know, people that you counsel with or whatever, it's not about the fruit, it's about the root. What's that mm-hmm. the problem? So, like, if you're an alcoholic, the alcoholism is not what bothers me. Why are you an alcoholic? Um, if if there's infidelity in a marriage, that, as bad as that is, why? What What's the root of the issue? I have found for me the greatest freedom that anybody can have is freedom from public expression. And one of the things the church has gotten wrong, mm. this big ministry machine has gotten wrong, is somehow some image that is not what God intended for us to be. It's about the clothes you wear, the lights, the smoke. It's not somehow we have pastors. 80% of our churches in America are, I think, 200, and le- 200 people or less. And you've got people that totally. are trying to compare themselves with these guys. And I'm not here to bash or do anything like that. And we have people that we have an identity crisis in the church. We don't know who we are. Pastors don't know who they are because they're too busy trying to be something oh my they're gosh. not. And for me, for me, that was a revelation of of what it is. I am who I am. Listen, I am a hillbilly from the mountains of southwestern Virginia. Yes. Uh, Come on, you're uh, talking to a swamp boy right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not. Uh, I am who I am. I grew up with uh, morals and standards and values. Yep. Somehow along the way, I got caught up in trying to be something I wasn't. And so for me, it started with this one very just simple thing that I think we need a revival of in the church, and that's repentance. I just oh. I, I had to repent. I had to say to God as a pastor of a church. And as a minister, I just had to say, God, I'm in sin. I'm sorry. And if you help me, I'll do my best. It doesn't mean I'm going to get it right. Listen, I just went away on my anniversary trip last week. I wasn't on a diet last week. I didn't even go to the gym. Good for you. Good for you. I enjoyed myself. But, uh, of course, I'm doing Tim Kennedy's workout, and that was probably a terrible mistake because Monday (laughs) was brutal. But uh, (laughs) – But um, but through the process of, of everything with me, it started there with repentance. And then it started with just getting a good handle on myself and saying, you know what? You have to start taking care of yourself. I can't. My church isn't going to be healthy. My family's not going to be healthy. My marriage, my my boys, everything's not going to be healthy unless I'm healthy, you know. And so um, that was the process for me. Having men like you speak truth. I know the Bible. I know theology. I don't have to. I'm not here to talk about those things, I guess, but I know those things. But to have somebody just kick me where it hurts and say, you know what? None of that matters if you're just not healthy and you're not real and you're not who you are. And so, man, I'm not saying this because I'm talking to you. I've told multiple people this, multiple friends who who you don't know. uh, That message saved my life. Mm. I, I, had it not been for that message, I don't know that I'd be alive today. I sat in those seats at 417 pounds. Wow. Miserable. I couldn't even tie my shoes. What a sloppy mess wow. I had become. So grace and mercy have been beautiful to me. But in the grace and mercy, it's the truth of God's work. The truth will set you free. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a journey that I'm still on, you know, and uh 
I'm loving every bit of it. I'm, I even love the the pain of it. I've loved the trials. I've had some injuries. Yeah. I've, Good. I've done it. I have some goals, Good. but you know what? It's all beautiful. It's a beautiful part of this journey that I'm on that has not only saved my life, but I think it's saved in a lot of ways. My marriage wasn't in issues, but I think it saved my marriage. It saved my family, my boys, you yeah. know, my 12 year old wants to work out now and he wants to run and he's conscious about what he eats. And, um, uh, and uh, I've got him reading those Jocko books, you know, uh, the uh, children books. Good on leadership. Because, you know, I love it. And, Why not? And, yeah, well, in a world of chaos when people don't know, and I'm not trying to be rude, but when we live in a world that we live in and a church that we live in that, that just doesn't have a backbone to call sin, sin, uh, I want him to grow up even when I'm gone one day. If I'm not here knowing this is who we are, this is how we live, and this is God's standard, and that's what we're going to live by in every area of our lives. So, yeah, man, that's part of the journey, you know. Love it. Josh, this is awesome. Three things that come to mind. Let's see, show your heart. One is we need to find that message. I'm looking at my producer right now. We need to pull that message out and make sure it's on our podcast and get on the radio again. Uh, second is I like you. I like the simplicity and authenticity and genuineness of it. So do you actually, when you preach, do you put your stuff online? Are you all high-tech rednecks up there? Yeah, we are. Um, uh, we have – our church has, has Facebook, so we live stream through that. Um, we have a podcast. There's a lot of messages on there. What's the name of the podcast? It's AB Life Marion podcast is what it is. AB Life Marion podcast. Uh, Good. AB Marion. AB Life Marion. Hey, I want my listeners because I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna click on and I'm gonna start getting your podcast. Uh, I want you to be my Virginia pastor. You're gonna. Oh, wow. you, you, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you one of my Virginia pastor. So, folks, if you want to hear the word of God being taught, just in a relaxed way but with conviction and simplicity you you need to subscribe to this man's podcast and we'll 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 see what happens third thing yes sir you have one son no i have two i have a 12 year old and a two-year-old we just adopted our two-year-old out of foster care so i have one biological son and one son that i've adopted he was uh born drug addicted we brought him home from the hospital and after a long process we were able to adopt him so that's awesome, man. That that that's the answer to our child problem in America, as far as what what can make a difference right now. Because you're not ever going to stop families from blowing apart, people being selfish, people not. But when children come into the world, they're not the ones that should pay the price for adult stupidity. And I'll tell you, folks, foster, become a foster parent or adopt. We believe in that so much. Right now, we have a young man staying with us. He's out of the system. Mm. Uh, he spent nine years in prison. He went to prison at 10 years old for murder. And uh, I've tracked with him the whole time, met with him, have written him. And now he's actually staying at our house to transition into this uh, to real life. I don't know any other way. You know, we have to take the risk. So... The third thing, I want to do this for you. Next father and son event, ATP Ministries, 
in the Victor Markson Leadership Training Center. We're going to fly you and your son out oh, man. Uh, to, to spend a weekend with us doing some training. And uh, you'll be our guest, and I'm going to have you speak as well, okay? I'm going to have you speak from the heart right at, a, right at our fireside chat. I think it will be great. So we'll definitely get you out here. Does that sound good? Yeah, when is that? I'm going to have to go on like a 60-day fast. <laughs> we, we just did we just did two in a row so it, it'd be a little while you got time yeah you, you got you time to get your you know your, <laughs> your bikini figure work on that bikini figure um so hey josh two things before we close out our time is gone and this has been super great but first thing is perception mm-hmm. i asked a question of our guests, what's your perception of me, the ministry, whatever, what we do? What's your perception of it? Awesome. Uh, I saw your guys post about, you know, people send resumes all the time. Uh, I want, I wanted to send my resume. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to, I'm probably, I don't know that I'm going to, you know, clear a room, but listen, I'll pray for their healing when you guys are done doing what you're doing. Uh, so, uh, no, That's man, a harder listen, job right there. It's such it's such a needed ministry. What you guys do, rescuing these children, these women, um, man, it, that's what ministry is about. As a matter of fact, I heard I listen to your podcast all the time and uh, listen to you know the crisis at the border. What you guys do is awesome. Um, it's needed. It's Thank real you. ministry. And um, if there's ever a way, minor selfish plug that I can ever just like I don't know, witness it firsthand. I'm game. You just let me know. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Josh. You know, we're working toward that right now. I mean, as we speak, probably while people are listening to this, uh, me and a small team will be in Colombia, Panama, and South Mexico at, at the origins of where the, the, you know, where people are coming through the caravans where women and children are getting lost, abducted, mm-hmm. hurt. We're going to go try to, we've already done a reconnaissance there. Uh, with a former Ranger uh, team member, but we're going to go try to insert risk and protect and help and see who knows what God's going to have us to do. But man, wouldn't it be great if we established a base of operation at a real solid chunk point there, and then could bring in teams like yours, you and your men, get y'all trained up at the center, and then uh, y'all go down there to help on short-term missions. We would love that. Last thing, we're all going to die. No matter how good a health you get in, you be lean, mean, fight machine. But one day, God's calling you home. What happens to Josh, Pastor Josh, when it's time for you to be called home? And why do you actually believe it? Right. So, you know, it's pretty simple. Jesus said these words. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Um, The only hope that we have is the hope of Jesus Christ. And uh, the beauty of Jesus is he gives us a choice. We can choose to do it with him or without him, but uh, either way, the choice is ours and such as the, it is for our eternity. There's two places. There's heaven, there's hell. And Jesus is the way of escape for one, and he is the open arms for the other. And so when I die and I stand before the Lord, um, I hope I hear those words. I don't hope. I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure of my salvation. Well done, good and faithful servant. And um, I'm just going to live for him. He's He's my passion. He is my heartbeat. He is my life. And for anybody that's listening to this, don't allow religion to skew your view of what 
living a life with Jesus is. The church, unfortunately, right now is not that image, and we have to get that back. And Jesus is good. Yeah. Jesus is faithful. Jesus is righteous, and Jesus is truth. And uh, He'll change your life if you let Him. I love it. Folks, it does. You're listening to the simplicity of the gospel by a friend of mine, Pastor Josh Pickett. And he is someone, he's the first pastor that's ever got on the show and said, I think Victor Mark saved my life. Through a message I gave that was so direct. And, you know, some people say, Victor, you're kind of harsh. I go, no, I'm, I'm not nice, but at least I'm kind. <laughs> and kindness cares about people, says the right thing, regardless of the nice people. They'll just tell you what you need to hear in order to get something from you. Uh, but it don't mean they're necessarily going to help you. So, Pastor. Yes, sir. Thank you for being on this show. As my friend, Josh, thank you. Thank you. I look forward to the next time we get together. I look forward to uh, seeing you at the training center. Yeah, so knuckle bump to your son, to your baby, and your sweet bride. Thanks for being on the Victor Mark show today. Yes, sir. Wow. So you've just heard from Pastor Josh Pickett. He is what I would call a mighty man of God. Really such a warrior for the kingdom. If you want to learn more about Pastor Josh and his church, head on over to A as in Alpha, B as in Bravo, AB Life Marion, M-A-R-I-O-N, ablifemarion.org. And I hope hearing this interview today opens some of your eyes to just the reality of being real, getting to the roots of things, uh, to maybe change the fruit of your life. A really inspiring fellow who's still on his journey. And somebody like him I can trust uh, versus some guys in ministry who are slick. So we appreciate him being on the show with us today. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, hey, do it for the glory of God. It's not about perfection. It is about direction. So head the right way. Give it all you got. Now go get it done. God bless y'all. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.